to a podcast greater than yourself, season four. Do you have an idea for an episode or a question about sobriety, spirituality, 12 steps, or sponsorship? Email us at podcastgreaterthanyourself at gmail.com or contact us on Instagram at podcast underscore greater underscore than underscore yourself or doctor underscore silkworth. When are you not furious, you cranky old man? Uh, <laughs> welcome back to a podcast greater than yourself. I keep wanting to do it like in old English. Podcast old greater podcast. than than self. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's what's behind that. Um, yeah. So, welcome back to a podcast greater than yourself. <laughs> I'm John Barleycorn. We're keeping it. I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. And with us today is returning guest. Uh, is this? I think this is the hat trick. I think this is number three. Three. I think sure. this is number three. Marty. It's me, Marty. How Marty. are you? Welcome. I'm doing just fantastically and swellly, mm. and all those sorts of things. Nice. Fantastically swollen. Welcome. Fantastic. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> happy to be here happy to be sober <laughs> great awesome really, really needed to hear that tonight thank you yeah <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> that's my experience strength and hope you, yeah. you never know which podcast episode that you need to go to so this was the one <laughs> this turned out to be the one for me yeah this was great <laughs> thank you guys for your time um I'll, sharing, I'll see you sharing next week. today was my service work so i'm gonna not have to do service work probably for uh, at least another year you know well, i you know i didn't really yeah. realize that that was like a thing until zoom times when i started going I to random either. meetings and hearing people say stuff like thank you for your service work and they were talking yeah. about someone like sharing or something <laughs> I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. And, um, like I, 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 I got a sponsee who was, who had been working with someone else and she was like, yeah, so my service is pretty much just sharing. I was like, well, we don't, <laughs> let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about that. <laughs> excellent job. <laughs> Let us have a discussion. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do you got for us? Oh, wait. I haven't wait. even introed this shit. This is a burning desire. Oh, ho ho holler. <laughs> you knew that, though, right? I did not know that's what the segment was called. Yeah, so I'm calling it. these burning desires uh, as like a kind of backhanded, you know, jackassery sort of reference to the way people like to kind of double dip and ruin a meeting at the end, at the end of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in in that spirit, venereal diseases. Oh my wild. God! And that <laughs> stop. Are we going to be able to use any of this? <laughs> well, um, in that in that spirit, um, I was actually going to chime in today and um, share how <laughs> my the STD is just ruining my oh, sobriety, and I'm I could possibly you know. Yeah, I've got two topics to for the meeting over. tonight. First, relationships. <laughs> Secondly, how my STD is ruining my relationships. 
first. Uh, would love. Uh, I would love some ESH family. And my uh, and um, also, I, I'm not gonna lie. I did not think that like this really happened, but I did hear a burning desire once, pretty recently, where the guy was like, "My wife's a, a bitch," and I was like. <laughs> Oh, oh, whoa, okay. There were like five women there. Right, it's like, and we were like, <laughs> what? And we were like, oh, okay. What's happening? Whoa. Yeah, after the meeting, five guys were like, I really want what that guy has. <laughs> I, I, went up to- <laughs> I want a bitch wife. I mean, I yeah, I mean, not the bitch wife, not the bitch wife. I want uh, the, I don't, something. <laughs> Lord. The, I, I just, I like the, you know how certain um wow i'm really gonna um go full full mast on this one you know how certain um subjugated communities will take back terms they will like reappropriate terms that have been used against them right yes bear with me christians (laughs) bear with me (laughs) well yeah christians with the jesus fish i don't know like whatever anyway No, so I'm thinking more uh, along the terms of like, you know, you take a term that's like derogatory or harmful and you reappropriate it, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I'm I'm taking burning desire back. That's what I'm doing because okay. every time I hear burning desire used in a meeting, it's, it's a setting that's like the person who's already double dipped in the meeting, who's already like shared twice, at the end of the meeting, people will be like, are there any burning desires? Firstly, I think it sucks like a whole mountainside of butts to like end a meeting by being like, you know, uh, does anyone have a burning desire to share something that would, you know, that they would go use or drink over? I think that is yeah. just like ground zero of like wrong, wrong signal to end with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but secondly, it, it always seems to be the people who are like, chronic double dippers in a meeting to begin with and then they mm-hmm. end by just like wanting to share again you know what i mean it's so i've heard know burn- that it's coming not everybody yeah. knows right. that a burning desire is coming and it's supposed to be for those people like are you new and you don't know the yes. people who always do the burning desire are the ones who know yes that yeah. that, that it's an option this is what i'm is saying i'm saying let's take it back let's take it you take it back you so, could have shared about your dead cat the first right. two times you shared today, you know? Right. You so knew that. The podcast Greater Than Ourself, Burning Desire, is we have somebody who we like to hear from who's recovered and active <laughs> in the work of Alcoholics Anonymous come on and share on whatever the fuck they want. Baller. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, in that case my we talked briefly earlier this week whenever i was not prepared when we were actually supposed to record this segment (laughs) hey don't 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 show them how the sausage is made (laughs) (laughs) look away children there's there's no one behind this this uh what's the uh this curtain um so one of the things that you brought up was uh tradition 11 Hmm. And I love talking about Tradition 11. Cool. Uh, so that is what I have chosen to bring to the table. Uh, so really quickly, for those who don't know, Tradition 11 in its long form is as follows. Um, our relations with the general public should be characterized by personal anonymity. We think AA ought to avoid sensational advertising. Our names and pictures as AA members ought not to be broadcast filmed or publicly printed 
Our public relations should be guided by the principle of attraction rather than promotion. There is never need to praise ourselves. We feel it better to let our friends recommend us. Mm. So um, this is like a hot topic Mm. when it comes to social media. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've heard folks be like, well, it doesn't say Facebook. And I'm like, well, it wasn't written when Facebook was around. (laughs) And we've got Jesse Eisenberg here to 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 help help Rob. I'm just kidding. Um, You just got um, sucked. (laughs) Everyone, imagine that picture of Mark Zuckerberg on on the surfboard, real quick. That is Ted. That is Senator Ted to a T, right there, and face covered in zinc oxide. (laughs) Um, but that's like. I feel like it is, there's a a huge movement recently uh, to recover out loud or, you know, that's, you know, we Mm -hmm. need to tell our stories like the hashtag we do recover type stuff. Right. Um, And traditional Levin is not out to tell us like, you can't celebrate being sober. You can't Mm -hmm. not tell people that you're so, you, you know, it's, it's not, made to protect well i mean it was so initially a traditional oven came about for for a few different reasons the first reason being it talks about in the forward to the first edition we're too few at present um to mm-hmm. take all of the appeals that would come if mm-hmm. we were to make our names known um so that's kind of where it started out but then later on um as aa started to grow um, there's a group of AAs who were really advocating for like, okay, well, you know, why shouldn't I be putting my name and number or my not number? <laughs> why shouldn't I be putting my name and my face in these publications? You know, we could really grow this thing if we were using our public image in the way that we could. Um, and we actually had friends in the press who kind of talked us down from that which it's in it's in the tradition 11 in the 12 and 12 which is you know (laughs) the 12 and 12 (laughs) the 12 and 12 is what the 12 and 12 is but it does have some good descriptions i think of you know the reasons behind the traditions themselves um and the press our friends in the press really were were trying to advocate to us like hey your principles are what are are what is important mm-hmm. the the things that you guys are doing anonymously is what important is what is important not who is attached to those things right um and i think today what's really interesting is because i used to be that i used to be that gal i posted a couple of chip pics <laughs> did you um on my feed did you uh, way back in the day <laughs> i sure did it. yeah uh-huh. it's tough I did. I did. Um, and you know, part of me thought like, I, I, you know, I want people to know about this. I want people to see what I'm doing. Um, and first of all, that's in retrospect, not a a great motive to be doing that kind of (laughs) stuff. Um, but also I, I didn't realize why anonymity is so important today, which is it's protecting Alcoholics Anonymous from me and my actions. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I might be recovering out loud. I might be putting this stuff uh, and I might be letting people know via Facebook 
that I'm a part of Alcoholics Anonymous, but then I turn right around and I'm, you know, calling my mom a bitch on a, a comment or, you know, I'm posting my political information on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so people start to associate my actions as a person with Alcoholics Anonymous, which is, you know, not at all helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, not not only do it, it's, it's not saying don't tell your coworker that you're an AA. That's that's up to me. But it's, you know, at, at these larger levels where my anonymity is protecting Alcoholics Anonymous, mm-hmm. not the other way around. So, right. Love traditional oven. It's it's a good one. And it's always interesting to talk with people who are brand new, who don't know anything about um, why the traditions are around yeah. um, and, and why we adhere to those things. So that was my burning desire. I Love like, it. Oh. Yeah. I, that's a really good one. That's one of those things where I realize like uh, the depths of my AA geekery when like when you started reading, like right when you started reading the long form of traditional Evan, like I felt, I like my body felt different. I felt, I felt like, I felt like, oh yes, yes, I love this. <laughs> and it's like as opposed to I, the short form, you mean? Well, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. You're, you're picking, you're picking, you're picking nits there. Um, I just mean that's what she read. So like, I uh, I literally like my like I, my physiology changed. I'm just like so into it, and I'm like, oh yay, cool, great topic. You know what I mean? It's like, um. People, I, people use the term like, you know, Melba toast or milk toast or whatever, right? Like, oh yeah, uh, for stuff that's like boring. <laughs> Me, I love Melba toast, right? So I wouldn't call the twelve and twelve Melba toast. It'd be more like eating cork. I, I think is what I would compare it to. It's like eating sand. That's how reading the twelve and twelve is for me. Even. In the traditions, which I think is often like the thing where people are like, well, there's a lot of useful stuff for the tradition. And it's like, okay, like I, I, I get it, right? Like I get it. I, I don't necessarily disagree, but like the writing is so, uh, yeah, it's, it's so, it's such a slog, such a slog. And so there's, there's definitely in, anyone who has not read the traditions of the 12 and 12 and, is interested in that kind of stuff, read them. Like, read that. Mm-hmm. I think probably AA Comes of Age might be more useful yep. uh, as far as tradition stuff. But um, the reason that it's I... It's a good jumping off point. Right. The reason that I really, really like uh, Tradition 11 and that, like, I, like, could physically feel myself being excited when you're reading it is that, um, first off, specific to the long form, we... We don't ever fucking hear the long form of traditions like in meetings. You know what I mean? The only people who tend to bring up traditions bring up tradition three, the short form, <laughs> to like yeah. justify some some like wild, weirdly misconstrued thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Or like tradition seven, like everybody knows seventh tradition basket or whatever. But nobody ever sits there and like reads the long form of these things and a lot of the long forms really explain... I, I get it. They're long. I get it. There's a few yeah. of them where you're just like, uh, does this need to be five paragraphs? Like, what the fuck is it? Right? Um, it's like almost as long as the chapter in the 12 and 12 about it. But with, tra- with Tradition 11 specifically, like, the idea is that 
Um, I have been given the gift of life by this program and part of my duty, my obligation and my, my honor, it's, it's an honor to do it. But part of that is to be a guardian of the program by not associating the program with me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when, when I have had, you know, I think probably we've all had at least thoughts of like, oh yeah, you know, the recover out loud thing, you know, like it, you you can't help but think it or see it, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it is cool when you, when you come up to a recovery milestone, you know, you hit another year or whatever, and you're just like, that's really fucking cool. That's awesome. And maybe that would be really helpful to somebody uh, who's struggling, who, who, who could see that and, and, and see that this total train wreck who they used to know is apparently not a total fucking train wreck anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, and all of that's on the table. All you're being asked to do. And yeah, it is pretty much stated. It doesn't say Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, but it says at the public media in the pu- uh, public level, in the public sphere, like just don't bring AA into it. Yeah. Yep. And again, this is not yeah. a rule. Nobody's the sober cops aren't coming for you. This is literally this this is the question. Do you feel grateful to Alcoholics Anonymous? Yeah. If you do, show that gratitude by not associating AA with yourself. Yep. <laughs> right? Well, and I think too that it's there there's like I can understand that a lot of that stuff is not ill meant at all. Like it is, it's not, it's really not. These people have the best of intentions when they're, when they're posting these things, whenever I was posting chips and like pictures at events that were clearly AA events, you know, very obviously I'm not out to get people doing that. I wasn't meaning ill will by doing that, but what it is, it's just this misconstrued idea of like, I'm not going to be, as helpful as I can be to someone who's struggling by making a post about it on Instagram, I'm going to be most helpful when I am doing a service work, taking uh, chairing meetings, taking meetings to treatment centers. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I'm helpful. It does. At the end of the day, a, a post on Facebook is just like, Oh, look <laughs> at that. Marty sober. Congratulations. Moving on. You know, it's right. not going to be some revelation to these folks. <laughs> right. Um, it's, but it, it, but I can be helpful yeah. at, at doing service through AA. Absolutely. So that, that was, that was something else that I was thinking about when I was thinking about this too. Every time that I have wanted, and there have been many times to disclose to people publicly or semi-publicly that I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, I 100% upon thinking about it for a little while. It was 100% of the time because I wanted attention. Right. Yes. Selfish. Yeah. Not one time has it not been about me looking good. Like, oh, look, I'm I'm doing this thing. And then implicit in that is the idea that I myself have done it. <laughs> and, that yep. I deserve, and then I deserve a pat on the back. Because like at once a year or so, my dad will be like, man, it's pretty fucking impressive how you've willed yourself to stay sober this long. And I'm just like, thanks, pops. 
that's that, <laughs> like it's just it um it's just not how I feel about it, you know. And there's no reason for for me to <laughs> say anything about it to hardly anybody, unless I'm just like looking for a a an attaboy, yeah. right? Tap on the butt. I'm always reminded of the the Doctor Bob thing, which yeah, I realize is like a it's like a a saying, like a religious saying as well. But it's like uh, you know, carry carry the message, and if you must, use words. Like yeah, I the the you know when we talk about like the most important demonstration of these principles is like. Yeah, it's, it's how I carry myself. It's not my Bill Wilson is my homie T-shirt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, do you guys ever do? You might even actually have the same one. This group inventory, where you go through the traditions with your AA group, with your home group. We did that at a group that I was kind of adjacently a part of. Mm-hmm. Um when I had stopped going to one, it was kind of between moves. I was kind of floating around this one group and they were going through that, um, there at the time. Yeah. And it was really cool. They had a really, really great tradition study too. I, I got assigned to lead the the meeting on, I was like, Oh yeah, you know, cool. Let's, let's do the traditions. And then I got assigned, um, tradition, uh, uh, eight, <laughs> And I was like, I don't know how to talk about this. <laughs> it's pretty much that? right there. Uh, not Tradition eight is uh, should remain forever non-professional. Oh, right. But we right. may employ workers or whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And okay, I remember. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a my, whole day workshop on that one. My fiance got like tradition 10 and I was like, damn, like that one's spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. But yeah, the groups that are really, really, really built around making sure the traditions are at work in their group are always the most like, I don't know. There's just a different vibe about them <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. Oh, cool. There's some good questions in here. Like, uh, do I sometimes promote AA so frantically or so fun? So fanatically that I make it seem unattractive. Ooh. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, why are you looking at me when you say that? Because <laughs> <laughs> the word attractive was in it, and I just, I'm just i just drawn to you immediately when I hear that word. Um, right. What would AA be like if it were not guided by the humility demonstrated by Tradition 11? Where mm. would we be? Right? I think we'd be in 2022, actually, uh, because <laughs> it's pretty much, we're pretty much there. I mean, it could be worse. I guess it could always get worse. It could, but it's wild. There's, I just, especially on like the celebrity level, I see so much stuff and I'm like, y'all come on now. Like, (laughs) right. That's Um, I mean, the other, the the thing that I, the ones that need to be doing this the most, right. (laughs) No one gives a shit about Marty from Texas. Yeah. So I don't, you know, like, uh, I don't, I, I think people probably listen to this podcast and think otherwise, but, I swear I don't want to step on anyone's toes, right? Particularly anyone who might be offended by what I'm about to say. Um, Because I know factually that there are people who I love and whose recovery, like who I would send people to for sponsorship. If I would send someone to you for sponsorship, like 
I have no criticism of you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's not, that's not the vibe here. Um, and, you know, this is just to put a little bit more polish on it. This is also just a thing where it's like, yeah, we're talking about celebrities. Who fucking gives a shit, right? It's personal opinion stuff. But there are so many times when someone will like send me like a video clip or a podcast or whatever of some celebrity and they're just clearly talking big book stuff, right? And like very clearly like like maybe maybe even saying alcoholics anonymous but if not saying it then literally like name dropping everything except for the name alcoholics anonymous like they're making it so abundantly clear that they're talking about aa um and i have never never one time seen a clip like that of like a celebrity that didn't make my skin crawl and here's the reason why mm. it's not for like this, like, uh, I don't know, altruistic, <laughs> good motive sort of thing where I'm like, oh, you know, the good of a, you know, I mean, that's part of it. But the real reason is I've never seen one of those clips where that person doesn't like in entangle AA stuff and treatment center shit and like yeah, meeting maker therapy. shit all yeah, yeah exactly mm -hmm. it's always they make like us look dumb yes it, it just and that's the deal so that's another one of those questions in that form is like is my recovery attractive enough so that a new person would want what I have right so um, the the little bit of English that you put on whatever your recovery is by virtue of just being a rich, famous celebrity person, right? Being someone who's invited on, you know, fucking famous podcasts. Um, that veneer of fame is quite attractive to people, right? You see that yep. as someone who is still sick and suffering or whatever. You see yeah, that. An endorsement. Yes. And like, let's say that this is already someone who you already like, right? It's like a, it's a celebrity you already like. Um, the issue Meryl that Streep. I always have, what's up? Meryl. Meryl, Meryl Streep. Meryl, um, Meryl Streep is the lady that we're picking for this. <laughs> let's, yeah. We'll yep. just say that since I think it's untrue. Um, <laughs> I also think it's why not? Yeah. Meryl Streep and Michael Sarah. That's who we're talking about. So, Perfect. um, well, uh, somebody icons. will send me who, what? Sex icons. Okay, yeah. You and I are in a very interrupting Sophie's rhythm choice. tonight. It's perfect. It's working so she well. Was, she was at her finest in Sophie's Choice. Yeah, so, so the thing is, like, every one of these clips that I ever get sent where someone's like, this is straight fire, yo, or whatever, um, they're like, I've literally seen clips where they're just like, yeah, it's like, if I was a jaywalker and I was just really hooked and they just like do the jaywalker story and then they pivot immediately into, I just had to want to be sober 1% more than I wanted to get drunk. Like, and, and it just, and I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, cause it's always, it's always mixed. It's always shit. And, and here's, mm -hmm. here's my point. Um, you're not perfect. You're not the big book, right? So you're never going to be, a perfect representation of the big book. Yep. Period, right? The big book's the program. You're not the book. Don't associate yourself with it publicly, please. Like, whoever you yep. are, you know? Because it confuses people. And then, also, you know, when you're like, uh, 
huffing nitrous on yeah. the next season of your reality <laughs> <Two days> show. later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I think, too, that a lot of, if we were really, do, like, I, I was such a non-joiner of things in general yeah. whenever I was, like, first getting sober mm-hmm. i like I, I hated the issue you know i was very anti pretty much everything that involved a group of like two or more people um and if i had if if aa was if i had seen aa like being super promoted by like these big celebrities or like you know mm-hmm. i would have been like that's not for me then like yeah. fuck that like i get get out of here stop trying to stop trying to bring me down the man you know like <laughs> the man <laughs> the man what do I, I think that they're doing like is aa not ubiquitous enough right have you think that people haven't heard of it do you right. think that if you don't say something about it that the judge or the treatment center isn't doing a thing to refer the person to <laughs> aa they're like oh i had given up on aa until uh kirk herb street uh mentioned being a member on wait TV. who <laughs> I don't know what a sports announcer is. Uh, football. <laughs> never, I, oh. I was I trying to think of a name. And I was trying to think of a nonsense. Jason name. Momoa. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I think he's actually <laughs> maybe the, in recovery. One of the oh. if he's not, he should be. Season in twenty four, he should be. Absolutely. <laughs> that, I I know I nothing that. about him. That guy just Orson, looks like a drug addict immediately. Orson sure. Welles. I think the only <laughs> way that I ever would have joined, if I, I ever would have joined AA, was if I saw like an advertisement and Orson Welles was like, "Come join AA." <laughs> just, <laughs> like fuck yeah, dude. I'm here. Drunk <laughs> off pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. The, the question becomes. Um, what one thing, like what one benefit is there of name dropping AA versus not? What one benefit is there? Oh, I look better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. I look like an um, enlightened soul. Yes, and I get yeah. credit. Yes, so that's what it is. It goes back to valuing your own selfishness over the virtue of the program that saved your life you know yep. what i i just realized that my name on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh man i've been saying that me. since the first fucking episode that you where <laughs> you, you decided your name was going to be an extremely controversial character yeah, so many layers of fucked up <laughs> uh, it's fantastic one, one of the things i always think about with this this topic is Think about like um, how many people Bill Wilson has turned off of AA. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You go on any Reddit chat, any Facebook group, and there's somebody like, well, Bill Wilson was cheating on his wife, hitting on 14-year-old girls, which uh, that's not true, by the way. I don't, we have, I don't know about the 14-year-old thing, but, Just you know, cheating on his wife. Doing, doing LSD. Bill LSD. Wilson was an LSD manufacturer. Yeah, you know. Calling for alcohol on his deathbed, and people say that as if to 100% to try to to make AA sound like it won't work or to make AA right. look bad. And that mm-hmm. dude, I don't care. Okay, whoever's listening, you are not... <laughs> You are not better than Bill Wilson. And if if it didn't work for Bill Wilson, it won't work for you. Uh, It's not going to be more attractive to them that you, Patty, or whatever, like at the Walgreens, have mentioned out loud to everyone there that you're an AA. Like, that's not going to win anybody over. 
bingo. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's when you get into, when you get into specific personalities, right. Which is, you know, what we're not supposed to be doing, but when you get into specific personalities, we talk about whatever the fuck we want on the show. Um, like, does it help AA or does it hurt AA when Tom Arnold is like, you know, mm. uh, doing interviews about Chris Farley ODing and dying and talking about like, I was his sponsor and this and that. It's like, hey, can you stop? Hey, shh. Hey, no. You know, it's like, maybe can I, may I interest you in a tradition 11, sir? Right. So, I feel like it, what was what's really interesting and in thinking about it now is um, so like whenever I first joined or yeah, we came back to AA, um, there was like two like f- female like sponsor group type things, and one of them was this group of women that were very very all, you know always posting, always posting brunches, always going to this stuff, always you know it was a very it was a recover out loud type group, um, and. The other was this lady that like I did I knew nothing about her nothing at all and I was far more I definitely wanted what what she had I don't know what it was she just had something about her mm. and it was I don't know that she was she was she seemed, she seemed normal <laughs> <laughs> and she was <laughs> lo and behold she was kind of like frightening at the time yeah but but she had something where she didn't need to be yes. ball and chain with the lunch bunch yes. in order to live sober it, it's that like the the I, I can't remember what the exact saying is that my mom used to say but it's like the, the people that are the loudest are, like have the most to hide not have the most to hide but like you know are trying to cover up for the most oh yeah stuff you know and i can't remember exactly what it was but it was from uh it was from the baptist days right and we were talking about humility. <laughs> so you were making well, some faces during that, Ted. What was that about? Well, I can't. I'm, I can't. I, I'm sorry. I used the term lunch bunch. Maybe maybe lunch bunch. No, that was off. funny. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to start using lunch bunch. I loved that. Uh, I was thinking of there's there's a different line I really like, Marty. That's uh, similar. It's like I don't know, but it fits perfectly, which is probably. Which, as an aside, my wife has told me recently that when I'm th- my face, when I'm actually just thinking, my face gets all scrunched up like I'm physically in pain. <laughs> and so that's not a great look uh, that it's that challenging for me <laughs> to think that it physically pains me. Uh, but so what I was thinking about was there's this saying that it, and I'm probably going to butcher it now, but like uh, the essential never imposes itself. Mm. But the non-essential mm. is always imposing mm. itself. Mm. And that's like, that's very true on like a number of levels. Like uh, my phone is always beeping at me. But, uh, you know, they're like, my mom is never <laughs> like calling me, asking me to hang out. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's maybe not the best example. But like um, a similar thing where it's like what's essential is that I be a great guardian of this program. And what's less essential is that people that I don't even know that I went to high school with don't give me throw me a like uh because i've been sober for 90 days or whatever right but also okay the people who've only been sober for 90 days they don't know any better so yeah like whatever when i see somebody who's got like 30 60 90 even a year i'm like oh cool that's good for them but when i see somebody who's got like 20 years come on come on you would think the novelty would have worn off by that point (laughs) 
know? Well, okay, but if I, you know, 20 would be, <laughs> maybe you'd get a pass because that's dope shit. I don't, I don't know. Well, it goes back to what you were saying too, was like, um, you know, how your, your dad is like, man, you're fat in a good fat. Mm, yeah. Like my family, my family does the same thing because they don't yeah. really understand don't how I feel now about alcohol. And right. I try, you know, I've tried to describe it, but it's, it's, they don't get it because they're not alcoholics. And um, <laughs> right. it's like, you're just so strong. Right. Yeah. And like giving up. <laughs> that little part of me inside was like, I am. Yeah, I am. So strong. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so <dead>. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I know that like, it's not that at all. Like if I, I wouldn't be sober if I was having to fight, you know, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be, I would, I'd lose. Yeah. Eventually. I know that it's, it's all about this. Sh- it's all about this shit right here. I don't know if y'all can hear that knock through my, my headphones here. Ask me knocking on the good book. <laughs> the good book. <laughs> Ma'am, that's, Sorry. that's a big book. <laughs> I love uh, when people are like, the the big big the book. big big book. book. <laughs> mm, okay. Wait, is that oh, God. the Christian Bible? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it see, yes, it you, awful. So Ted C only had like what a year, just over a year in in person meetings before the the end times came. Oh, that's yeah. right. Right. And I went so, to a lot of young people's meetings. Yeah. Too. Where you don't hear a lot of fucking bullshit like that. So like, no. it's funny. A different and, brand and, of bullshit. But also, I think that that is a Texas thing because I can remember many, 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 many moons ago being in Texas meetings, and it was often where you would hear people people say one of two things. They'd either say the big book and the good book, or they'd say the big book and the big big book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. Which is, I love that one, and I love when people are like, uh, "My higher power, who I choose to call Jesus," <laughs> and they like get real adamant about it. I'm like, "Well, okay." <laughs> did you uh, did you ever see that meme I made that was like uh, it was like a picture of like a guy dressed, you know, in like the whole white evangelical Jesus looking guy, you know? Um, and it said uh, it was the line from Bill's story. It was like. My friend, my friend proposed what then seemed a novel idea. He asked me, why don't you choose a conception? Why don't you choose your own conception of a higher power? Uh, but I am lazy and, and lack imagination, so I just went with Jesus. <laughs> no. I haven't seen it, but I'm about to go find it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one ruffled a few feathers, I think. <laughs> it's like, uh, I was thinking about the meme thing earlier because there's... I, it always cracks me up. I'll post something like that, right? Um, and then somebody will come troll that meme, and I'll just like bloop over to their to their page. And sometimes it will be some guy who is like, it's always a guy. It's always some old white guy who is like, uh, you know, correcting me on something. You know, like mm-hmm. I post a lot of very. I don't need to explain this to you guys, but. A lot of very like purposefully inaccurate things. <laughs> it's kind of like I just find it so funny how people will come and troll that because they're like, "Oh, this needs correction, right?" And so people, that type of person, will come correct correct my meme, right, in my comments, and then I'll you know go in and you know argue with them. No, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> um, but then I go look at their page and like 
they have like a 34 year chip and like their their handle their screen name is like their full name and then underneath it's their full name by the grace of god and all this stuff pictures of their face <laughs> it's just like what are you doing and so like you're so the representation that you're showing of decades in alcoholics anonymous what that will result in is i will be so bored of my life i'll be arguing with ironically bad memes on instagram that's what i will be doing with my day so I, that's that's how i plan to spend my you know <laughs> my twilight mm-hmm. sobriety my, my 20 year my my twilight sobriety years <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. So I'm my whole thing is that Reddit. I'm such a petty bitch that like when I would see like a circle triangle sticker, if this person was not like this is when I was actively drinking. If this person with the thing that I knew was an AA thing, if that person was not literally me, but like. 400% cooler, like didn't have my exact same thoughts and like, you know, what, whatever, right? Like this picture perfect of like my selfish idea of like what a cool person was. If that person didn't fall into that, I was like, fuck you. All AA people fucking suck. Like that was how I in petty bitch mode would react to a public display of being in AA. So I know yep. factually people react that way because I did, yep. you know, I was very similar. Anytime I saw anything like that, I would immediately be like, Oh, <laughs> fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> we went to, um, my wife and I went to this new restaurant in town two weekends ago and it's just opened up. It's in Indian food. It's really good. Nice. And we, we were in line and these two dudes got in line behind me. And I heard them talking about the service that they just went to. And one of them said to the other one, did you hear anything today that ministered to your heart? Which I thought was something that's just something I'd never heard before. That's an aside. But anyway, that's a, yeah, that's it was, I'm very I'm very familiar with that kind of speech. That was a lot for me. But then <laughs> they mistreated these people. They mm. paid for the they 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 ordered their food to go. But then they mm. ate in the restaurant. They moved the tables around mm. um, like to do it and i'm like i'm sitting there and i'm like wherever these fuckers go to church i'm gonna burn it down i'm like these Mm -hmm. people suck their church sucks i don't give a fuck what ministered to their heart and okay obviously a lot of this has to do with me right like i was i was was, like you were saying being uh pissy but i think it's fair i'm like that they're the only they're you know they're the only example of whatever denomination that um right that i'm gonna see today and they fucking Mm -hmm. failed and they um, this is the same thing to me. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. This is a hundred percent, hundred percent traditional, evidence, but that not, was my, not for AA. AA. <laughs> I didn't like when AA was like, um, uh, be quick to see where religious people are right. Um, be, because that was my same experience. I remember the last time I ever went to a church service. It was an Easter Sunday thing. It was raining outside. It was cold. And we were one of the last families out of this semi large church. We're all filing out in our cars, just sat through this service about how, you know, Jesus died on the stones for your cross, all selfless and everything. And um, I'm watching every single one of these cars pull right past this woman who I, I think in retrospect was probably in a sober living house. Probably, I think the same one that I ended up staying at years later, <laughs> but um 
had crashed her bike. Her, you know, her knees were all bloody. Mm. Uh, she was crying on the side of the road and her bike tire had, was clearly broken. Um, and I'm watching every single one of these people who, I mean, mm. were at the church far more than my family was and just <laughs> go right past her. And I remember at that point I was like, well, that's, that's it. I'm not ever coming back here. Yeah. All religion like, is bad. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah that's immediately, my mind was like, well, <laughs> what a farce all of religion ever has has been. <laughs> right, like, I agree. Since the dawn of time, people Zero have been sum like, driving game. by people yes. who have crashed their bikes. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, that's, it's the same, it's the same thing. We're, it, it's the same thing with tradition 11. We're yeah. trying to prevent AA from from reaching the people that it most needs to reach who oftentimes like we've talked about are the the most petty bitches out there like, yes yeah any, give me any good reason to to say something bad about a, a, an institution i'm already skeptical of and i'll take it you know <laughs> right the same selfishness and self-centeredness that uh prevents me from humbly practicing tradition 11 and remaining mm -hmm. anonymous at the public level is the same selfishness and self-centeredness <laughs> that will that will if i don't do that keep someone from coming and seeking the solution of alcoholics anonymous because yeah. of my poor yep. demonstration of its principles yep that's well said. well said and yet no round of applause okay you can edit it back in <laughs> yeah you can edit it in and it can be like a like a one minute clip and like halfway through it'll kind of like wane down and then someone whistles and it gets going again and then you can fade our voices back in i think i'm going to use like some of the crowd scenes from gladiator something grand yeah <laughs> so i went to a concert last night and one of the guys that i went with has only ever been to one other concert and he left that one early and he didn't know that Wait, what an encore was. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> what the hell? And the thing about it is, it was a long show. It was like a two and a half hour show, and he didn't know his <sighs> band, and he was ready to leave. And when I tell This person you, was with you? Yeah. How crestfallen he was. When he found <laughs> and then, after the first encore, I was like, oh, you can't leave yet, bro. They're going to do another one. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't know any better. No, they didn't, but... Uh, it's too oh, funny. my God. <laughs> just really torturing this poor what guy. What band was it? The this is, Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. Oh, this okay, is, yeah. That'll do it. That will do it. This is Senator Ted C's second Dave Matthews Band concert in how many weeks? Three weeks. I Holy regret nothing. shit. What is yeah. happening? Wow. I didn't realize he was that white. And I knew he was very white. Me or Dave? You, sir. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> I think Dave is ethnically ambiguous. Uh, it was... Dave so transcends you, race, man. If you didn't like Dave Matthews' band, though, that would have been top five worst experiences of your life. <laughs> it yeah, sounds I can see that. Horrible. I can see that. If I, like, I don't want to see my favorite band do that. They were violating Tradition 11 heavily that night. Mm -hmm. That is a poor demonstration of our principles. Dave Matthews, man. What? <laughs> Don't... Take that back. <laughs> Take that back. No, they're, they're Guardians of the Fellowship. I'm sorry. Guardians of the Fellowship. You're right. He's saying... Um, 
Rye Whiskey for the first song of the encore. So in that sense, he was doing an awful job. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, dude. <laughs> I can just see someone who doesn't like Dave Matthews being that. Yeah, no, What's I'm... so weird is that I've never met somebody who is like a casual, like, right. oh yeah, Dave Matthews band. Like, it's always like, the, I love the Dave Matthews band. Right. That yeah. and weirdly enough, um, Parrot Heads, Jimmy Buffett fans. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Buffett I... fans are just like... 30, they're just 20 years older than Dave Matthews Band fans. It's the same same crowd. Yes. Oh, it's, That's not <laughs> same exact crowd. Not true. Same people. Now, here, look. Okay, we'll, Talk to we'll me do when a check-in. 30 in. years older. Yeah. We'll do a check-in <laughs> in about 25 to 30 years. And if you have not started listening to Margaritaville... On oh, daily this basis. assumes that I'm not already listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. See, it's already I, I in you. Been. It's in your DNA. Yeah. You can't deny uh, it. You know, Jimmy Buffett doesn't drink. Uh, but you know who? He doesn't slam it down your throat. Does, probably because of the chain of Margaritavilles that he owns. <laughs> yes. And that would be incredibly bad for his brand. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't fucking do it. Uh, so maybe take a page out of uh, his book. Okay, but yeah, does the cheeseburger everyone... in Paradise guy eat cheeseburgers? Is if he's a right. vegan, I can't handle this. This is <laughs> too relevatory. Yeah, that's actually, too much. He died. His cardiac issue. <laughs> it, was, it, it was every because every time he'd perform it, he would eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> is that what live you're... on stage? <laughs> and like for during the bridge of the song, he's like one hand piano <laughs> playing. Or he did. Now he's got cancer and he might not live but he has a song called beers ago where i understand he crushes a beer in the middle wait who the fuck are you talking about toby keith oh toby oh my god this has gotten way off the rails (laughs) i gotta end this yeah (laughs) hey marty what an awesome time thank you so much for having a chat with us dude of course thank you for asking me to have a chat Excellent topic. It was much appreciated. Thank yeah, you. Fantastic. Thank you for choosing such a good I, topic. Uh, um, in, in the spirit of tradition 11, um, I would like to say you're welcome for my service. <laughs> I did this. I picked this. I'm just kidding. Me, the was real Marty me. man. <laughs> the real Marty man. It was a Futurama gig where uh, I was frozen in ice for a time. <laughs> right. Unthawed. I think there's so, there's kind of a really sad neat. patina to this, considering the circumstances of Marty Mann's life vis-a-vis Tradition 11. But maybe we'll get into that in another episode. I don't know. We'll With do all the there. Dave Matthews band, uh, what the Jimmy Buffett talk at the end that I'm oh, going to have to cut out, which, yeah, gonna which now this commentary it. is going to confuse no. the shit out of everyone. Uh, I'm, really, I'm really surprised uh, that we didn't get to... Marty man with the traditional Evan stuff, but Hey, uh, I take my inventory, not Marty man's. <laughs> we'll add, we'll add a laugh track there too. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, it's really, it's really Will, sobering. Like, I'm going to edit this later. Yeah, it's really sobering <laughs> to, uh, do a purposely bad joke and then look up and see just like these two stone faced, youngsters just glowering at me <laughs> sorry i've heard two really good words on this podcast today and they were crestfallen mm. and um well what, what was the word that you just used glowering glowering <laughs> i'm gonna put those back into i'm gonna bring those into my rotation day-to-day basis yeah uh, 
Did I ever tell you guys about about when my buddy was reading the dictionary? This is no. years ago. <laughs> and uh, we, my buddy Stephen, and I remember just having a conversation with him about it. He's like, yeah, i just been reading the dictionary and blah, blah. And, and, you know, just, I don't know. He was just interested in words, I guess. And then like a couple of weeks later, within the span of like an hour and a half having a conversation, he used lugubrious, lacrimose, and languid, like all within like an hour and a half. You know exactly and, where he's at. Yeah, but yeah, by the by the end of that, I was like, dude, are you still reading the dictionary? And he was like, Yeah, and I was like, Are you on L? <laughs> <laughs> That's and he was amazing. like, lamentably, yes. <laughs> lamentably, yes, I am, yes. Anyway, good shit, guys. Good to see you. Thank hold, you so hold much. On, hold on. Before you Gotta go. Leave, Bye. No, I have... <laughs> oh, I okay. There's something really important I want to talk about. I'm just keeping you here against your will, even though we were supposed to end this meeting three minutes ago. I I had a burning thing I wanted to talk about. So. <laughs> a burning desire, burning desire. Yeah, I just... Okay, does anybody have, have a burning places. desire, burning desire? <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Do you remember the Friday meeting we used to go to where they would do that but then they took away the burning desire cuz people would just use it to share again. I'm like, you guys Wait. are such kindergartners that you had to remove a thing to keep people from talking three Was times. It? Keep the home group members who were there every week from doing it. From it was sharing which three times. Did I go to Was that one Zoom? No, no, no. No. Oh, okay. Dad the before times. You would have loved it. Oh my god, I wish you had Damn. been there. We you literally would've, You would have cleaned up there. Li- oh, you would have Oh, cleaned, girl. Damn. We literally made bingo cards one time. We had bingo cards on our phone. It was outrageous. It was crazy. <laughs> I would. That would have been. But I will say, I I I had. I, this is probably not gonna be on the podcast. I, I went to a meeting. Wait. Let's end the. Uh, let's end the podcast. Okay. okay thanks. Yeah, Bye, yeah, guys. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Great time. has been a podcast greater than yourself a podcast greater than yourself was created by recovered alcoholics all involved in the creation of this podcast are active members of alcoholics anonymous who wish to carry the message of our own recovery to those who still suffer we do not claim to represent alcoholics anonymous all comments are from our own experiences as alcoholics who have recovered by following the directions for the 12 steps found in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Thanks for listening.